0: This is CliffCentral.com
1: This is Fashion Lab Africa. The show that dissects the business behind fashion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we are back. By fashion demand, welcome to the Fashion lab and uh, thank you for tuning in. I am your host Lisa Gumba Regisford, and we are looking forward to a very fun interesting show uh, again uh, we 've got some really special guests who are going to be joining us as we dissect the conversation around emerging fashion development, so sit tight and uh, hang out, hang hang up hang out with us for that now before getting into deep uh, into today 's topic, we are joined by our contributor, Edgy Benson, who runs a new York with his echoes from New York. Egy, welcome to the show. Well, uh, looks like Edge is not here yet, uh, but I think that uh, it is important that we understand uh, last week we had a, a few young uh, fashion brands uh, from Kenya, and last week we decided to dissect, uh, you know, movers and shakers in this space, and I thought that it was very cool that, you know, they're quite young, in the business, uh, they're fresh and they have taken chances and they're really running with this, uh, with this game. So today we are not necessarily talking about that, but we still have some really, uh, young bees in the house and, uh, they're fresh, uh, they're innovative, uh, they're definitely moving and shaking. They have nerve. Last night when I was having a chat with one of them, I said they've got some nerve. You know, you have to be disruptive in this, uh, industry to be able to move ahead and to be able to uh you know kind of break uh the way that things happen so you can actually achieve better results and we can progress so while we are waiting on edgy uh just a quick reminder for those of you who are tuned in my favorite segment at the end of the show is called who would you want to dress and why so feel free to share with us your who's and your why's because that is that segment i call the red glass of uh Le vin rouge, that's what I call it Keep your tweets coming, we're on Fashion Lab AF On uh, Twitter, we're on Fashion Lab Africa On Instagram and Facebook And we definitely would love to hear from you Now before we get six feet under the table Let's catch up with Dali Jalmeni For some fashion highlights around the world
1: Fashion Alert On Fashion Lab Africa Greetings, beautiful people. It is another one, the fashion alert with myself, Dali, exclusive on the Fashion Lab. Now we're going to be talking all things fashion on a global scale. Now, India, a favorable market for fashion retailers. Now the foreign direct investment norms relaxation for single brand retail in the country will be a major boost for fast fashion majors that are aiming for expansion in their consumer base. Also, Large young adult consumer base rising disposal income and growth will be the middle income segment that makes India a favorable market. Now, the government last week permitted 100% FDI in single brand retail and moved towards allowing foreign players to set up their own stores in India without government approval for investments. Now, the government has also relaxed mandatory local sourcing requirement of 30%, which has been a long standing demand from players such as HM. Young adults are the core target group for fast fashion majors on the back of their strong interest for fashionable but yet affordable apparel. Furthermore, growth in the middle income segment will also be a key contributor to the success and expansion of fast fashion majors. With rising disposal income, India, consumers will be able to spend a greater share of their incomes on non-essential goods and services. Now moving swiftly along, we take a look at how personal shopping is giving retailers vital consumer data. There is now a new wave of businesses seeking to take advantage of personal fashion advice. Online personal styling service Stitch Fix announced in October last year it's an intention of entering an IPO. Now an interesting fact, providing personal shopping advice is still mostly seen as a high-end service, which is not really the case. Personal shopping is becoming popular and a key tool for retailers seeking to know how people shop. The trend is global and there's a new wave of businesses seeking to take advantage of personal fashion advice. H&M, for example, could... Produce a dress and not know why it's not selling. The dress could go through various rounds of discounts and still remain in the store without H&M understanding why. Now we can change that with a new app called Style Council. An iPhone app providing fashion and counseling for people who are not exactly sure what to buy and what to wear for a particular event. Allowing users themselves to say what works and what doesn't really work. Now this is the biggest advantage of this business. Online personal styling service Stitch Fix announced in October last year its intention to enter an IPO. The company believes that consumers will be too busy to do any shopping and that this service can gain ground by finding and then delivering the items that each customer wants. Now how cool is that? Bringing it back home, challenges and opportunities facing South Africa's clothing retailers. While the demise of physical retail abroad, at least now we've come to know, it is sure to cast a shadow on the plans of local counterparts. We believe that the long-term outlook for local apparel is a good news story. Now, this view was expressed at the Apparel Retail Landscape in South Africa at the ATF Trade Exhibition and co-located China Premium Text Expo, which was held in Cape Town. Now, we take a look at the challenges South Africa is facing in the retail space. Local retailers are having a tough time. It's a low growth environment with weak customer demand. Local retailers are achieving at its best single digit growth, which might not continue for some time. The days of the dominance of the Edcon Group are over. At one point, Edgars had a market share of 30%, but those days are gone. They've experienced a decline over the years. And local competitors like Woolworths, TGF, Mr. Price are coming to the fore with better formats and stronger offerings. And of course, that's it on the Fashion Alert with myself, Dali. See you next time. Same place, same time.
2: Thank you, Dali. I definitely, uh, we appreciate the music. I mean, we appreciate the news because we obviously have to be um, on top of uh, what's happening in the world and we live in a global world, a global village. So thank you for that. Now, I would also just like to take a moment of silence as we send condolences to friends and families. Um, I think we've definitely lost two heroes this week. Uh, the first one is Silvio Albini, who's the president of the Albini Group. Uh, for those who don't know, Albini, uh, the Albini Group is an Italy-based uh, fabric manufacturing company. Uh, it was founded in 1876, wow, 140 years later, wow, by Zafiro Borgomanero in Bergamo, Italy. And obviously the company owns brands Albini, uh, 1876, Thomas Mason, David, and John Anderson, and Albeit, uh eighteen thirty. And together they produce over two twenty thousand fabric variations and export to over eighty countries, including the US. And our friend our contributor from uh Lisbon our Italian contributor <laughs> let me get that right is actually not with us today because she made it to the funeral and I think that it is very important to also just have that silence the moment of silence for our hero we also lost uh, a few days ago Hugh Masakela, and we just want to send condolences to his families. I mean his family and friends um but yes uh back to where we were uh we are moving swiftly uh and i'm about to introduce our special guests but before that uh welcome to the show edgy benson edgy is our contributor from new york uh who runs uh echoes from new york welcome to the show edgy
0: hi liz how are you
2: fine thank you how are you
0: good uh just sad about this albini yeah Yeah, loss it's quite a loss Mm. um yeah, but, but very good. Yeah, very good. Good to be on the show. Yes. Good to have you.
2: Yes. Thank you. What are you wearing and who made your clothes? <laughs> like, before we go. Today, probably. I'm,
0: today I'm wearing one of my favorite desi- men's wear designers actually. It's an Italian brand. Uh, Gianni, Giancarlo Rosi.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Giancarlo.
0: Uh, A herringbone, a hooded herringbone jacket.
2: And, and please don't, no, 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 please don't, just tell us you're wearing nothing on the bottom, not again, please. <laughs> okay, nothing. <laughs> well, 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 actually, thank, thank you for joining us, it's really uh, great to have you on the show. Um thank and And uh, I think for me, I think the best thing to do now is to go straight into introducing our guests who are joining us as we discuss emerging fashion developments. There are definitely two fab stars in the house, and they did not just show up, they actually turned up. So I'm going to, uh, they are the f- co-founders of the SAE Fashion Forum. Now, the SA Fashion Forum is a brand new fashion-driven, event-based uh, platform uh, on grow- that focuses on growing the South African fashion industry by providing workshops conducted by fashion professionals within their different um, respective fields. So I'm going to be introducing our first guest. Uh, she's definitely a TV presenter, an actress, fashion designer and stylist, and multi-award winner. Uh, she's definitely, like I said, also the co-founder of SAF, which is the SA Fashion Forum. Allow me to introduce our lovely guest, Ayandan. Ayanda N. I don't want to murder that name. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, let's do it together. Okay. Nklapo. Nklapo. There we go. Ah! <laughs> yes. Iyanda <laughs> Nklapo. Yeah. Welcome to the show. You look so bright and so. I'll just send you a picture. You don't know what's going on here, but, um, <laughs> welcome to the show and welcome. Uh, thank you for bringing the vibrance uh, and everything that you're oh, coming in with. Thank you so much for having me. Not and
3: bef- you look beautiful as well. Thank you. You need
2: to send, um, Edgy.
3: Edgy.
2: <laughs> a picture of yourself as well. I will. I will uh, definitely. She hasn't even told us what she is we, okay, let Ayanda go first, and then I'll go right after. But um, Ayanda, okay. what are you wearing, and who made your clothes? Because you know you're not exempt to that either.
3: Yeah. Um. Well, I made the top I'm wearing, and then I'm wearing denims mm-hmm. and just flats, but they're gold. So. I think I'm, I'm chilled today, but there's a vibe going on. Like my colors are vibrant and I've got a distressed denim. The fabric of the top is really beautiful. So I think it's these small elements that make my
2: outfits quite cute, but it's actually very chilled. (laughs) No, it's beautiful. It's great to have you. And definitely she's got hair going on for days. I will not say anything else. (laughs) In fact, maybe I should just send two separate pictures, the full shot and then just the hair. But thank you for joining us. You look stunning. Thank you. Um, Today I am wearing a shirt dress. Like so, what happens is I normally buy these silk scarves when I go to Thailand or when I go to like the East. And what happens is the scarves are so beautiful, but I'm not, I've never known how to wear scarves. Like I can't wear, I don't know how to wear scarves. So what I do is once I've I've been stocking up and accumulating all of this beautiful silk scarves, and I just realized they're actually my size on the width. So I thought, you know, I went to my tailor and I've been doing this for years now. I, I bring in like five scarves. I'm like, please make the shirt dresses. So I'm actually wearing a shirt dress made out of a scarf. And I have so many of these. This is actually very cool. And I have to share... I mean, I think for me, fashion and style... Is all about how we manipulate these things or how we transform them from something that they want to something that they are. And it can still have another life tomorrow if I decide to change it into a blouse. You know, who knows how I'll be feeling tomorrow. (laughs) So that's what's happening. Yes, and I'm wearing some beautiful beaded heels as well. And uh, I'm just feeling cool and nice. Um, It's a beautiful day. We are live, you know. So, hey, and we are at Fashion Lab and we are on. We are live and direct. So, hey. So for those of you who are tuned in, uh, we've got Ayanda in the house and I think Ayanda, uh, let's just go straight into, first of all, just maybe you can unpack a bit, um, before we get into SAF, which is the SA Fashion Forum. Let's talk about your background as a fashion, uh, representative, as a fashion, a fashion, fashion person, you know, cause obviously you have your hand in fashion beyond just setting up SAF. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um, so, sure. My story, well, I began selling Vince's clothes at a local market in Bramfontein.
2: Wow! Believe
3: you me And those clothes were from my mom and my grandmother They had kept them so Vince's clothes Were like cool at the time So I was like okay I can turn this into a business So I started selling Vince's clothes I started customizing them And then I decided to then study Fashion design because I realized Like you know I really do have a passion For design and for fashion and for The business of fashion um, as well So I decided to go to school for it And while I was in school I entered a competition Called Young Designers which I and that was another, just like a, a stamp of approval to say, okay, fashion is your thing. You're on the right track. When I moved on to um, hosting two seasons of my own show, which were both about um, the education and business of the fashion industry. The first one was titled Ayanda's Fashion House. And the second one was Ayanda Insight Fashion. And I've also done a lot of styling gigs. I'm a stylist as well. It's something I really, really enjoy. And, yeah, I also have designed a few collections, but I haven't really put them out yet. So I think I've been in a – I'm still testing myself out, still finding my feet and, you know – uh, making mistakes in, in private, in my, in my own home, at, in the studio. So I'm still going to drop an official collection probably this year. I don't want, I don't like to rush myself, but, um, you can, you can look, you can look up for a collection that I'll be dropping really soon. But apart from that, I've also been involved with, um, SA Fashion Week and, um, I've also been in an, in a, in a collaboration and a partnership with Land Rover uh, for a Range Rover campaign, which was also focused around style and fashion and everything. So I try to like do a lot of things, different things within the fashion industry and in, in the fashion space.
2: And I think that's why you could say I'm a fashion representative, of hey hey. or a fashion person, <laughs> fashion person. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I was like, which word out of all of them can I use? And I thought, let's just call it person, and then you can um, you can just give us the, you can conclude and help us understand. What word you want after the fashion? Or maybe we could say, um, Africa's fashion sweetheart. Mm, hey. <laughs> we'll <laughs> have to just think of a proper title. I, I, a I love the innovativeness and the creativity going on in the room. <laughs> I tell you, like people have titles and the titles do not stop, but it's, uh, it's really good to have you, um, on the show, Ayanda. Thanks for having and me. And now I want to talk about, um, the SAE fashion forum. First of all, let's just talk about, uh, why or what sort of gap you think that it would actually or it will be fulfilling Within this fashion um, market Or fashion industry Okay well basically the reason why uh, Leanda
3: and I created and came up with The SA Fashion Forum is because we both Felt that there is a gap in the in the, in the fashion industry in South Africa. And um, it's within the education of fashion. So we've both studied fashion. We're both uh, fashion people. We get involved in the fashion scene. Um, we read all kinds of fashion books, but there's still just a gap. I mean, I watch YouTube videos all the time, documentaries and things, but we still feel that there's a gap and there are so many careers that people don't know about. And we feel that... Um, there's too much focus on fashion design as a career, and there's so many other careers within the fashion industry that can be explored. So that's why we came up with the SA Fashion Forum to further educate the youth about the fashion industry, so that we empower each other and also give them a platform to collaborate and and you know find just all kinds of ways to make the fashion industry more solid and to secure
2: a bright future for us. As fashion industry people Now, (laughs) but Ayanda, I'll have to say That you could be doing You and Luyanda could be doing your own thing right now Building your queendom um, Based on all of the uh, sort of information And knowledge that you've acquired Through the industry space Why did you decide to take up Carry the cross for everyone else? Because,
3: look, not everybody has the same access to Uh, fashion education like we do for example or the kind of access we've had not every not everybody can afford to go study fashion not everybody has internet to watch youtube videos and everything so we felt that why not get young professionals within each respective field to come and speak not on their story but to just share their knowledge Based on what they do and have a live interaction where the, 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 the audience can ask questions, any questions they want to know. And it can be a discussion. It's a workshop so that it's just a, a direct kind of, um, information package, you know, um, because honestly, there's not enough places to go to like this also to get more knowledge. And even if you go to school, school will only teaches so much if you, Go read a book It will only teach you So So it's nice To also have a live Direct interaction With someone who Actually knows Everything about What you're trying to do And look You don't have to just be Coming out of high school And you're doing Your first year And you're trying to Decide what to do In fashion You could be uh, 36 years old And you're trying to Switch careers And you want to Get into fashion So this forum Is really To educate Anybody and everybody Who's interested In the fashion industry And wants to work In the fashion industry And it's also To highlight careers that have never ever been spoken of before
2: so the people who for example edgy i know you're coming uh, just give me one second here <laughs> ayana the people okay. there's a lot of um fashion um graduates or fashion um students who feel that they actually have access to all of the information they know what passion entails and how they can actually split themselves up to focus on a specific um, side or a specific um, program within the big, big pie, because it's such a big pie. Absolutely. They would probably argue and say, you know what, they already know what they're doing. However, I feel that for what you guys have set up, it's also very important to understand what is it that, I mean, because a lot of people will say, I know this, I know that, I know that. How would you uh, as SAF, uh, identify, have you spent time doing some market research to identify within the market that you're gonna focus on, which I'm assuming you'll start with SA? Yes, absolutely. Yes, have you taken time to find out what, what, it, what the problem is? Because, there is fashion education. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I mean, there's different levels of fashion education in the country. There is access to uh, fashion uh, entrepreneurs who just woke up and learned from shadowing maybe you or whoever it is. There's a lot of people who can say they know. What specific need or gap do you feel, you know, other than just saying that, you know, there's all of these different programs and what you want to do is sensitize uh, creatives on the fact that they can actually spread their wings and focus on other sort of elements Of fashion, What yeah. what is the problem In this particular market, what would you say the problem, the problem
3: is that even if We we know, we don't Know enough, so that's the problem We don't know enough, firstly And secondly, we don't collaborate enough So this is also to provide a platform For people to network Meet each other And um, possibly Collaborate, so even if it's someone who knows um, Everything About what they do and they Studying it and they've got access to all Kinds of information it's still A great um, opportunity For them to come and also meet other like Minded creatives and also maybe um, Share their information Through networking and meet other people And collaborate and everything um, So basically what I'm saying Is the gap is that people don't know Enough of what we're taught And people also get into The industry thinking they know everything When they don't and that's the problem so We have a lot of um, stylists and, and models and designers that think they can make it overnight but they need to understand that the reality is that you can't make it overnight it's a whole procedure you have to follow there's certain things you need to know and you do need to put in your 10,000 your, your 10, hours So it's to further educate people on what we think we already know enough of. And it's also to fill in those gaps and bring people together in one space and form opportunities for for collaborations. Even SAF is a collaboration in itself between myself and Leander. So it really is to push the power of collaboration and to also just highlights other careers that perhaps are not in um, school curriculums at the moment. Like I know something that is on the rise is computer aided design, which is being a digital fashion designer. Some people don't know that that even exists. There's shoemaking industries. There's all kinds of other industries that exist in the fashion industry, which you may not easily know about just from going to school or from visiting a library or, for, or from watching YouTube. So it really is to just further everything that we've done and just kind of solidify the efforts we're making where we are right now and where we can go together as a youth and everybody else who is involved in the fashion industry, obviously.
2: I want to just take get your, you just pick your mind around fashion forums and the fact that, you know, how does it work out there? And do you think that this is actually a good thing or a good direction when it comes to, the SA Fashion Forum, and whatever other similar uh, projects that, you know, other creatives are setting up in the continent within this sort of scope.
0: I think, Ayanda, I have to thank you for what you guys are doing. Um, It's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, I think you have to look at it from what she just said. She captures the two things that are so important. They need to collaborate and they need to learn more. Yeah. And I think one, one leads, one kind of stands in the way of the other. I think a lot of African designers think they don't need to learn anymore. Mm-hmm. They think they know a lot and, and it stops them from wanting to collaborate with people. Maybe because they want to think someone would take away some of what they've, what they know and just make yes. it for themselves or just there's always some, uh, but I think life is a symbiosis. Everything we do is, it's a it's a take from someone someone else has done, and we give and we take. Uh, you can't be you can't. Nobody's it's solid on their own, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think what South is doing by just opening that up and letting people know it's okay to collaborate, mm-hmm. it's, it's actually it's actually it jeans you up, you know. It's 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 it's, it's important to to collaborate and it's important to learn more. Absolutely. I mean, you can't. Nobody knows too much, you know? So I, that's, I, I think in doing that, they, they feel the same need everybody's trying to feel all over the world in these kinds of forums.
2: Absolutely. You know? So, yeah. so um, Ayanda, I'm just curious, have you guys thought of, I mean, first of all, what type of systems do you have in place? Because what you're doing is, not, is, is very grand and uh, it's definitely going to need some really strong systems in place mm-hmm. uh, and I think a very strong team who's quite uh quite um knowledgeable of you know when you think about workshops and you know think about facilitators or people who you want to bring in as professionals to speak have you thought of what type of systems who, who's who's how are you, how is your how is this platform set up do you have uh, partners who are how do you source for all these things so for example just on workshops how do okay, you decide well- this is
3: our first one ever, <laughs> right? We've been planning it the whole of last year, and uh, it's literally just myself and Leander. We have no funding. We don't have any sponsors. We don't have, have any partnerships. And uh, usually that's the case. You need to like Stop. do the first one and then show people, okay, this is what I've done. I'd like you to come on as a partner, as a sponsor, etc. So for now, it's literally just myself and Leander, my partner. And we're doing it out of our own pockets We've literally um, approached People within our circle That are professionals to come and speak For free because we can't afford to pay them at this stage. So it's also about being real and honest about the fact that it's the first one and we don't have an entire team. We're having to do a lot of things ourselves, which is very, very draining. But I know it is gonna, it's going to be worth it in the end. And the further we go, I know sponsors will come on board. Partnerships will come on board. It'll grow. And we'll be able to pay everybody, definitely. So, And I think a lot of uh, events coordinators can also say the same thing. The first event is always... Possibly and mostly out of your own pocket and you doing most of the work yourself. And then as it grows, it, we grow our team, we grow staff, we start, we also want to go around the country and then start moving up into Africa. Like, possibly go to other fa- um, fashion capitals in Africa, like your Ghanas, your Kenyas, um, Zimbabwe, etc. So there's, there's lots of room for growth, but at this stage, it's literally just us two. Out of our own pockets. So
2: so what are you, what is your goal after this event? First of all, when is the event? But what, what goal or what's your mission with this? What do you want to achieve at the end of that event, this first event?
3: We want people to go home with something after that event. So basically our, our presentations will be given to each uh, attendee via email. So they won't just come and listen to the, to the guest speakers and then they go home. Most of the time, by the time you get home, you've forgotten half the things that were said. So we're going to email them the whole presentation that they can go home and actually re-go through, yeah, and refer to it and and do some homework on their own. So we're giving them that whole package, something to really go home with and possibly they can have, it can can make a difference in their lives or in their career. Um, The aim of this is also to grow it. We're not just going to do one. We're trying to do as many as possible. Possibly have one once every month and try to focus one uh, forum or one workshop on one subject. So let's say we have an entire day just focused on fashion blogging. And then the, the following month, this is an entire day just focused on fashion modeling. Um, but for now, we're going to do it like this. And depending on the success, we'll see if it'll be a monthly thing or two times a year Um it, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But for now, this is what it is. And the first one that we're doing now is about how to start in whichever respective field. So how do you start by to, to, to become a model? How do you start and get into fashion blogging, fashion designing? Um, and then the second forum that we want to have is to now how do you monetize on all those things? How do you run it as a business? How do you become successful as a model, as a fashion blogger, as a fashion designer? So for now, that is the plan. to so have two this year. The first one is the how-to start and then the second one will be how to run it successfully as a business and then from there it'll possibly be more often more uh, focused and yeah
2: more consistent, more consistent. But, but you know so it's very interesting and i think that it's, it's a great thing now have you thought or have you found any sort of Do you guys have competition or do you have other organizations or forums that are also running well uh, that's part of the, the reason why
3: we events? started it because there aren't any other
2: Forums or workshops that we know of that are currently running in South Africa. I know, but you know, I find it very strange. h can you believe that I've been here for what seven years now? I have only gone to two SA Fashion Week workshops because those were strictly they were SAA workshops. They got the the speakers to come in, and and those are the only two works, fashion workshops. I've ever attended for the last 70, since I got to South Africa. Imagine, And it's, 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 it's shocking because for a minute, you think there's got to be a hundred of this other, you know, Uh, this fashion forums, but guess what, Edu, this is, this is the reality. Even I think even Kenya, I cannot put my mind. There's a few regions I know in the continent where I still cannot put my mind on one workshop or skill factory. And that's why we want to spread up and go,
3: and have it in Kenya, have it in Ghana, you know, because we did our research and we saw that in the whole of Africa, this thing is not really done. We don't really have fashion
0: forums think, and fashion right. workshops. Here's my thought: I think you capture this in in this whole conversation we're having about the lack of collaborations in Africa. This is something that is so ripe for mm-hmm. collaboration. Mm-hmm. What you're trying to do, it needs A collaboration with a venue, a collaboration with a speaker, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. But Mm -hmm. I think it will survive on the strength of your collaborations. I think Mm -hmm. it's so important Mm -hmm. to emphasize collaborations as a strategy for what you're trying to do. You know, what do you need for this to work? You need venues, you need speakers, you need... you know, all the little things, photographers, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. But when you are in the beginning, I think your ingenuity is in how you are able to move with no money in how you're Absolutely. able to keep the needle going. And that takes a lot of persuasion, a lot of selling yourself to, to like the, the strategic partners that you need. Mm-hmm. I know in Africa, it might be difficult for this because they are not readily there, yeah. but they are there in their own, in their own, in their own way though. They are there at their own level and that's the level where you need to approach them at, you know? Absolutely. But it needs, it needs collaboration for this to work. I mean, I think Fashion Lab is a good, good, I mean, Fashion Lab working with you guys could I do think that there's there are synergies here in what we do. So, sorry, we I'm not laughing doing,
2: edgy because it's you funny. Know? It's actually yeah. just I'm laughing because you're literally pitching on the air. You're like, listen. Also, what we can do is this is how we can collaborate. But that's but what life well, is, about, that's this, what this about. is about, and that's what business is about, and that's what networking is about, and yeah. that's what stuff is
0: about. Because I see, I see the synergy right there. I mean, there's to, <laughs> you can't really just you can't you can't shield it in any way. It's it's you know it's right there. Absolutely
2: yeah I think that um though I think for me, and I said to Ayanda when I spoke to her last night as well, I, you know I was like really like you have to have like balls, you have to have big nerves for this type of movements, you know because you wake up and you have yourself and you have your vision and your dream, and like Martin Luther. You have a dream and then you have to see it come to life. And unfortunately, with these types of things, I mean, there's definitely really great projects that can really propel this industry. And I think that that's going to be one of them. And I think that when we think about how what happened with Fashion Lab, we woke up one morning, we have Fashion Lab. And, you know, thanks to Cliff Central for giving us a platform. And we've been talking very seriously about the business behind fashion for over three years every week. And I think that the amount of information, uh, like this is also an information hub. The amount of information that people are able to acquire just from this show, especially through the podcast, because not everyone is, is tuned in live. But the fact that people can sit down and listen to one podcast after the other, after the other is amazing. But I think that uh, what you guys are doing is great. I'm just surprised as we are talking that actually we there is a lack of uh Fashion forums that allow or facilitate, uh, you know, skill factories or workshops or whatever it is, to just give people another opportunity to, uh, to also um, sort of um, elevate their, you know, their information and knowledge. So thank you for that. I think it's very cool. Now I want to find out from uh, you guys: have you have you um have you looked at? Uh, specifically just South Africa as a market, because obviously you want to solve problems one step at a time, but one yeah. region at a time. Absolutely. And I know that I heard you saying that you would want to expand into the rest of the continent at some point. Yeah. Is, do you feel like the needs that you are solving are uh, 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 Africa based or do you feel like this become uh, platform. This becomes a platform that could go anywhere and could actually survive anywhere in the world. I think this is a
3: platform that could go anywhere in the world because we're addressing global issues. But we're starting in Africa, we're starting in South Africa, we're starting in Joburg. Like you said, one step at a time, one region at a time. And also, we don't think we'd want to take it overseas because there are already a lot of these forums happening overseas. The, the gap is in Africa. Hmm. So... The plan is to start in Joburg and surrounding cities can come and join us in the Joburg region. Next, we go to Durban. Next, we go to Cape Town. From there, we start moving up Namibia, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, etc.
0: But I have to tell you something, though. Ayanda. Yes. About the overseas part of it, right? Uh-huh i know that i know the gap is in africa yes i'm not going to say that the knowledge is outside of africa because that's not fair Mm -hmm. but the gap is in africa the knowledge though may be a step outside of africa you know so i I think you you do need to build relationships outside of africa so that you can influence what's Mm -hmm. happening in the continent i mean it adds the value of what you bring in you know
3: yeah absolutely thank you
2: Um, I think that this uh, has been a really good conversation, um, Ayanda. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for what you you guys are doing. Now, where do you see the future for Africa fashion? For African fashion generally, it is exciting. As you asked me that question, my heart literally
3: lit up because i really feel we're doing well and we're climbing the ladder steadily and fast we're growing but we still need to fill these gaps that are holding us back we need to actually work together more often we need to collaborate we need to educate ourselves more and that is how we're going to really get to where we want to get to as an african fashion industry so with that being said hence that's why saf is one of the solutions to bridge these gaps uh, and help us really move forward and, and become a better industry So that we can also compete better on a global scale You know, we need to come together Not just as South Africans But as Africa, as a continent Because I feel like South African problems Affect a Nigerian kid Or a Ghanaian kid Or a Zimbabwean kid we we all, we all Africans And I feel that we all have the same um, problems We're we experiencing the same gaps And therefore we can all collaborate And work together to really secure bright future for our fashion industry and take mm. over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure.
2: It's it's great. I before, before you go, three things. And obviously you have your, you've, you're a woman of many hats. Um, I just want three tips for people who are listening. Uh, You you, have, you obviously have a lot of passion. Uh, You seem like you have some drive as well. And you seem like you're a big thinker. So for those who are listening, who are tuned in, could you just share with us your three, the three top things that make Ayanda Tick or whatever it is that really makes you wake up And continue to want to be better To want to do more To to want to be successful To want to um, touch lives And make sure that as you grow you, you you hold a few hands with you Three top things So the top
3: things that really like get me up in the morning Is my passion I think if I wasn't doing what I'm passionate about I'd just stay in bed because then there's no reason or excitement for me to want to get out of bed. So it's very important to do what you love and what you're passionate about so that you up every morning and you're excited to go do what you want to do and you excel in it. So that is what gets me out of bed. I am very passionate about everything I do. And also, I'm always trying to better myself uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, creatively, uh, creative wise <laughs> and in every other way. So that is also something that keeps me going and gets me up and keep, keeps keeps uh, keeps me motivated to keep bettering myself at everything I do and um, also I like that the ki- the things that I do that are, which are my passions allow me to also influence people and improve people's lives and educate people and motivate people and inspire people. You know, f- through TV presenting, I'm able to do that. Through fashion, um, through coming through to your radio show right now, I know there's someone listening who's inspired and motivated right now. So I'm really lucky to have the purpose that I have and to have found my passions because they do really allow me to connect with people and. Kind of share a piece of my soul with them,
2: yeah. Well, thank you very much, Edgy. Any last words before we get into our style wine guide?
0: No, I'm just, I'm just so impressed by what I under, and you know what they've done, and I'm so happy that that's happening in Africa because that's those are the 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 subtle things that we need. Those Mm -hmm. kinds of consciousness Mm -hmm. about what about what needs to happen. Uh, knowledge is the power and they are, they are Mm -hmm. serving knowledge on a platter, Mm -hmm. you
3: know. Oh, thank you so much, AG.
2: Thank you very much. Um, so how can our listeners connect with you, uh, either your website, uh, with SAF generally, whatever? Can you just share with us your website or your handles or whatever it is?
3: Okay. So, um, SA Fashion Forum is the same handle on all social media platforms. So that's at SA Fashion Forum on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And um, if you would like to buy tickets, please go on to any of our social media pages and click on the link in the bio and purchase your tickets. They're still available. If you'd like to come and pop up, uh, sell your brand, you can also email us at essayfashionforum um, at gmail.com. Um, apart from that, that is actually, yeah, that's where you can find us at SA Fashion Forum on all platforms. And you can follow me personally at underscore Ayan Dintlapo on Twitter and on
1: Instagram and on Facebook.
3: It's Ayan Dintlapo.
2: Thank you very much. It's been really great having you. We are rolling over to the Wine Style Guide.
1: Wine and style go hand in
2: hand. Here it is. The Fashion Lab Africa Wine Style Guide. There you go. You heard it all. It is the Wine Style Guide. And you know why we're doing this is because uh, it's a new segment on the show. For those of you who've been tuned in, I'm sure you're like, what? What's happening? Are they bringing the wine to us? We're not bringing it to you yet, but we are on the verge of bringing it to you. So this is the Wine Style Guide. And normally what we do uh, through this segment is to be able to get five guides... From different, uh, either fashion heads or wine heads. Anybody who loves wine uh, is probably fashionable because wine's fashion to me. And anyone who loves fashion is probably also like, except Edgy. Is probably like, okay, let me drink that wine. Edgy, I literally have to chalk the wine on his throat for him to actually have it. But because of the fact that we are the three of us, I thought that today to just set this uh, sort of uh, wine style guide on the roll. Because uh, now we are the innovators, you know, we are the pioneers, we are the first ones doing this. I think we need to split it around the table. So AJ, we will give you one because you don't really care about wine. And then I'll give Ayanda two and I will do two. So we're going to start with Ayanda. Aww.
3: <laughs> Let's start with you. Please okay. set the tone. All right, let me set the tone.
2: <laughs> so the tone, this is me setting the tone. But I think for me, the first wine style guide is if I come to your house for wine and I see the wine literally pouring off of the bottle because you don't even have a wine pourer which I now have on my wine accessories collection Because called the Lizogumba Wine Collective. It is only 89 rand. Please, do not have wine dripping <clears> down <throat> the bottle and going onto the labels and then you've got like, you know those bottles that just look like they were abused and someone came in and there's like a, a whole rally and a rush and like the mice were playing and the cats <laughs> were screaming and the dogs were jumping and the child was screaming and then the thing. So please like, I think the wine pourer is very stylish. So if you think you love fashion, you love wine. I think that the best way for you to serve wine is the first basic is please get a wine pourer. I have some. Look for me com. Please. <laughs> the second one is I think that it is very important to let that wine breathe. I mean, it's a very serious conversation happening with this wine, and wine is such a serious thing. So I think that you have to get a decanter, and I'm not saying those old, ugly-looking English-looking carafes that you know you see in like some of these restaurants. But I think that you need to spoil yourself. The way that you can spend some little change on a manolo, a pair of nice manolo blancks, get yourself a beautiful decanter and when you have guests, even if it's just one and it's beautiful, it is such a difference. So you get your wine breathing and a decanter, for those of you who don't know, is just is it just allows the wine to breathe. So you pour it in there from the bottle for about leave it there for about 15 minutes. Uh, for people who are more advanced, you've got an aerator but I think the decanter is very fashionable. It's very stylish. So get yourself a decanter. If you do not have one now for you, but I've said already uh-huh, just find me. Look for me. I can help you with those. Those are my two wine style guides. Let's go to Ayanda okay actually I do have
3: style wine style guides and the first one is for the ladies so if you are out whether actually whether you're out or you're indoors or anything if you're wearing lipstick and you're sipping wine please sip on the same spot because now <laughs> you'll find that by the time you've had all the wine that your glass has your lipstick all around and it doesn't really look cute so it's better if you keep sipping from one spot that is the cutest most neatest way to sip wine very nice. secondly <laughs> secondly i think it is very important to um educate ourselves about different wines this is something i'm i'm, I'm actually doing uh and I think last time I bumped into you, Liz, we were at a wine tasting. <laughs> the it is so wine. yes, it's yes. so interesting to find out all these uh different wines come from different places, different grapes. You know, mm-hmm. it's so interesting and then you taste it and it's amazing. But Know your, like, know your wines, but more, more importantly, serve them in the right wine glass. So, mm-hmm. you can't ser- serve champagne in a wine glass. You can't serve <laughs> wine in a champagne glass, for example. So, it's really important to know what kind of wine to serve And what kind of wine glass.
2: I love that. I love that. <laughs> Guys, you heard it all. Now, we are coming to Edgy, which is the last one. Edgy, you cannot disappoint us. You're literally, like, summing this up for us. So, uh, what would be your wine style guide? Well we've only given because, you one so yeah.
0: <laughs> because I don't drink wine you know and I'm, I'm totally bereft of any wine lingo but there's something I really do not like um I think do not like it's too harsh to say but you know the lipstick and wine glasses it's <laughs> something I don't Egy, really you've like already you've remember. already
2: come with you just had Ayanda Egy, you have to be creative
0: She caught you're stealing my stuff <laughs> No, but she got that right. Because I couldn't think of anything, but that's something I've always
3: never liked. Oh, so you agree and you know very well that it's it's actually a real thing and you don't like it.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't. And I hate washing it out. I hate washing the glasses later because... I'm sure like-
2: you hated it when I was there. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, this is the Wine Style Guide. For Edgy, I'm going to add one more thing. I think that... Uh, we're going to unpack it next week. Uh, when you think about red wine, for someone like me who's a red wine consumer, I think that uh, my husband has always said a lot that, oh, my God, your freaking teeth are now red. And I'm like, where? When? <laughs> and he's like, you guys just drink wine, you get drunk, and then like you, you can't even see what's happening. I'm like, but the teeth are not red. But actually, red wine stains teeth. And when I went for my last wine tasting, when I was actually like a week, a week and a half ago, and I went away for a week to taste, I actually carried my toothbrush in because I was like, there's got to be, we need to come up with a wine accessory where you're not smiling and laughing with people and you've got like all this red teeth and you look like you're red devil dead. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I think that's the one that I thought was very funny because I was like, what do I do? And then I would have to sneak out after tasting all this red wine and my teeth are all red, go into the bathroom and be like, oh my gosh, let me just brush these babies up. But anyway, I don't know what I think. We need a wine accessory for that. If you're listening and you love wine and you have a trick or, or something you want to share, let's about, design one between on. you and I. I think so. You know? Okay, let's think about it. Yeah. Let's think about it and yes, we'll it. Yes, we'll think about it. But that is the wine style guide uh, coming to you live and direct exclusively from Fashion Lab Africa because fashion and wine go hand in hand. Uh, now we are wrapping up. It is that glass of wine, and yes, let's take it away. Who
1: would you wanna drink?
2: So today we have, who would you want to address uh, uh, right now? And uh, it looks like we have good time, uh, so we're not going to rush it because sometimes I feel like this little poor little child has never got time for us. But I think we're going to start with you, Ayanda. Uh, who would you want to address and why? Hmm. It's actually a tough question. Um, <laughs> not for you, Ayanda, come on.
3: Actually, I'd like to dress you, Liz. You know why? (laughs) Because... (laughs) You know why? I I think I've established your style. So I would dress you in a completely different vibe. (laughs) Just to see, like... (laughs) You know your style. You're eccentric, the beads, the African prints. Like, right now, you look stunning. And this, I think, is your style. So it would be interesting to see you in something completely different.
2: Different hairstyle, different everything. <laughs> this I think is a different hairstyle. This is me looking like Methuselah's wife. <laughs> well, I don't know, but like,
3: <laughs> but yeah, maybe in a futuristic, hectic, crazy hairstyle—just something completely different. Okay. We should do that. Let me style okay. you for a
2: shoot. Okay, let's do and that and let's do a completely let's different share, thing. Yeah, let's do it and let's share that with Fashion Lab. I'm sure Edgy yes. will be having a laugh too. But yeah, <laughs> okay, Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? Let's go.
0: I' um, uh Ayanda.
2: You know Edgy, Ayanda, Edgy is so boring. Like he he never comes he's just not like he, I and I and I always have to say who would you wanna dress besides the guests? No, but, but today I is, did not say it, and there you now.
3: go. I can just ask him why he'd want to dress me. But
0: this I thought about Well, I think you have this flair. I, I was looking at your Instagram. I, I think you have this energy, this inner energy. And I'd I'd like to put you in a in our signature harem suit. Mm. We have these harem pants that come with a crop jacket.
3: Oh, you're uh, talking my language.
0: You would, you would make you would you would shout them out loud.
2: Mm. <laughs> let's let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think today I want to dress Nicki Minaj, but the reason I want to dress her is not because I want to put that. I want to dress her in a gown that will only allow you to see her face, her beautiful visage, a bit of her neck, and nothing else. And it's not going to be a body-hugging form situation. Something happened, cling to me, and eat me up. Situation. It's going to be a very, very different, easy, elegant gown. I, 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 I think the reason I say Nicki Minaj maybe is all the, you know, like, the situation with the junk in the trunk, it's good, it's nice. But I feel like If that is all you can have, I mean, like some people seem like all they have in the wardrobe is spandex. If if there's something else that I can do for any girl who is feeling like her body and her dress is one, I want to release you from the bondage. And that is including Nikki and the rest of the girls. Please. There's other ways to put on clothes and still look fabulous. So, I just want to ease up. We all have the junk in the trunk. I mean, I have mine. She has has. Everybody got one. So, but like, let's just put on, let's be cool. It doesn't have to cling and glove you up like it's choking you. But anyway, this is us holding it down on Fashion Lab. It's been such a fantastic show. Ayanda, thank you for joining us. Edgy, thank you for your insights. And for those of you who are tuning in, you you can uh, log on to fashionlabafrica.com for more details. Otherwise, it is peace and love until next week.
1: This is Fashion Lab Africa. The show that dissects the business behind fashion.
0: (laughs) This is Cliffcentral.com